3: Welcome to him present weekly radio show where you can get your PhD in THC because you don't just want to burn it, you want to learn it. Seeking to defeat Prohibition one interview at a time and advocating for the plant, the whole plant, and nothing but the plant. Join me for a weekly for radio rebellion against Prohibition as I speak with some of the principal risk takers, movers and shakers, and history makers of the cannabis industry, culture, and reform movement. I'm your host, Vivian McPeak. I am the executive director of the world's largest annual cannabis polish reform event, the Seattle Hemp Fest, in its 25th year and founded HempFest.com. Org. I'm also the author of the book Protestable, a twenty-year retrospective of Seattle Hempfest from AHA Publishing, also found at Hempfest.org. Transmitting from a fortified bunker under a ramshackle reefer radio warren at an undisclosed location deep within the rumbling bowels of underground Seattle. My goal is to spread the green flame of four twenty truth in thirty-minute increments. Today's guest on Hemp Present is Medical Marijuana patient Jessamine Way, who'll be joining me in just one hundred seconds. During the pregnancy of her fifth child, Jessamine developed terrible migraine headaches, fainting spells, and blood pressure problems. After the birth of her child, she was sent to a hospital ER where a CAT scan revealed that she had a brain tumor deep within her skull. She was told that her prognosis was very grim and that she had a dismal 5 to 10% chance of surviving the required surgery. She became resigned to the fact that she would be leaving behind her children ages 11 days, 2, 4, and 14 years old. Miraculously... She survived the operation, but Jessamine was left with severe epilepsy. The medications prescribed had only limited success at controlling her severe seizures. As many as 25 different pharmaceutical medications were tried in maximum doses with up to six different types at a time. Rather than preventing her seizures, these medications left her with side effects and complications such as GERD, Fibromyalgia, IBS, sleeping disorders, and pain, to name only a few. After more surgical procedures to treat the barrage of damaging side effects these medications had caused, Jessamine was still experiencing 15 to 20 seizures a day. She was given the bleak prognosis of only two years to live, as doctors predicted that one of her tonic, clonic, or grand mal seizures would kill her. Her seizures were so severe that she bit off part of her tongue and repeatedly injured herself. She was unable to go outside or even leave her room for long periods of time due to the stress and possibility of triggering a seizure. Her children suffered from the loss of a functional mother. Then... She met a man who told her about oral medical cannabis. Jessamyn decided to try a combination of THC and CBD along with her prescription medications. On the first day, her epileptic seizures dropped by 50%. And within a week, the frequency of her seizures dropped by another 25%. With a 75% decrease in seizures, she was able to go outside again and even play with her children. Her life was turning around. Then... In 2012, she was diagnosed with an intrinsic brainstem glioma, an operable and terminal tumor in the brainstem. In desperation, Jessamine decided to increase her medical cannabis use and initiate a complete lifestyle change. Her medications had caused her to become extremely overweight and generally unhealthy. She switched to an organic vegan diet and organic household products. That's when something amazing occurred. Her brainstem tumor stopped growing and began to fade from MRI screenings. Her weight dropped from a dress size 24 to a dress size six. She says she went from sleeping all day to competing in sprint triathlons. After losing another pregnancy due to the harsh meds she was being prescribed, Jessman decided to quit all of her prescription medications, choosing to focus on finding the most effective medical cannabis treatments for her survival. By cutting her medications, increasing the use of cannabis oil, she was able to control her seizures. Eventually, she was able to stop taking all of the prescription medications treating her multiple conditions. She went from taking 30 pills a day to just three. Today, Jessamine says that her epilepsy and tumors are controlled. Not only is Jessamine alive and raising her children, but she's joined me today to tell her amazing story. Welcome, Jessamine, to him present on Cannabis Radio.
4: Greetings. Thank you.
3: My God, you've been through so much. Before we dive into your story, can I ask before you became a medical marijuana patient, had you used cannabis before? Were you familiar
4: with the herb? Not really. I mean, back in high school, I kind of smoked a couple bowls and just, you know, but before that, it was just prescription medications and I wasn't really for it. So I
3: imagine you've probably changed your tune on that one. You've used cannabis to control your life-threatening seizures and to shrink or manage the brainstem glioma. Can you tell me what kind of strains do you use for that? What form do you take it in, and how much and how often is your dose?
4: So I take um, Stephen Hawking's Cush and Harlequin, and both of those are the Harlequin. I have two different types. I have the high, high CBD only. And then I have one that's about 75%, 25%, or 75% THC, or CBD, 25% THC. And between those, I like the Stephen Hawking's cushions. I like those at night, in the evenings. And then in the daytime, it's more the Harlequin. But they are in form mixed with an olive oil. And I take about a quarter teaspoon every four hours. And it took me a long time to kind of figure all of that out. And during my last pregnancy with my daughter, I had to actually increase those amounts incredibly. So I was taking uh, about a tablespoon a day.
3: Fascinating. Our state legislature essentially ended medical marijuana here in Washington State, severely limiting plant counts and shuttering all medical dispensaries, making it impossible for many patients to find the medicine they need. You just recently, like this week, moved from Washington State to Oregon. Was that the reason? (laughs) Yes, it was.
4: I had lots of friends that had dispensaries and they closed down and it's just, it was too much. It was, there was no medical benefit to a lot of my friends that also are using the product to treat different illnesses. And um, I had to go, which was really difficult because my three of my sons were with another husband, and I had to leave them in Washington and move to Oregon because, you know, that was just the rules. And it was pretty devastating. So, you know, a lot of us, I know some other women that are talking about leaving and coming here and doing the same sort of thing that are going through the same sort of issues. And it's not just it's really difficult to families and it's really difficult to the medicine as well, because in Washington, we're trying to make it go forward and help people. And in in this case, it's actually been (laughs) negative towards all of us.
3: So first you went through the trauma of your conditions and your suffering, and now you go through the trauma of having to move to a different state and be away from some of your children just to find health. It's just outrageous. Jessamyn, we don't have a choice. All of us are forced to cope and deal with the adversities that life throws at us. But what you've been through would crush many people. In your Facebook photos, the, the Facebook photos of you in the hospital with wires coming out of your head, you're smiling in every photo. From where do you draw your strength?
4: Well, trust me sometimes <laughs> sometimes i did not I did not want to make it, but I want my children to be able to go, "Wow, that's our mom, and she did all of that for us because i I want them to know that later on if they get sick or they have issues and they know somebody with it that they can cure it, and you know when a doctor or a neurologist or anybody says, Oh, you have cancer. This is a death sentence. You can go, no, it's not. You can choose whether or not you want, you know, to move forward or to die. And I want my children always to know that no matter what, I never ever gave up for them and just kept going forward.
3: Wow. (laughs) That's just, that's just amazing. We only about two minutes till the first break. But you've ceased using a host of pharmaceutical drugs that were previously prescribed for you. Briefly, what kind of drugs did they have you taking?
4: Goodness sakes, I would normally have a list, but I don't. Yeah, it's probably anti seizure
3: drugs, right?
4: Yes, lots of anti seizure drugs, lots of drugs to treat my GERD, lots of pain, fibromyalgia, just stuff to help me sleep. They have you like Tegretol or Dilantin,
3: stuff like that?
4: Yes, that, that exactly. And I took. A huge amount. I, taught, I took onyx or something like that, and um, it was three letters starting with an O. <laughs> And that stuff made me like a crazy woman. A lot of them made me do really insane mental things. And a lot of what I've learned is a lot of people don't understand when you take seizure medication, it changes the way you view life. So if somebody's married to a seizure patient, you know, and they start taking some medications and all of a sudden they become a different person, that wasn't, it's not them, it's the medication. And if they can get them off it and go on to something natural, they can go back to being who they were
3: yeah those those drugs like phenobarbital and and all those drugs they short circuit the wiring in your brain literally and it's just amazing your success i am talking to jessamine way we are going to take a quick pause for the cause because there's flaws in the laws take our first short break here word from our sponsors and advertisers we're just getting started with her amazing story so don't go anywhere
2: time to roll out for the people that let us present hang loose we're coming right back.
5: Play is Ted Growing, expelled botany
0: sophomore and the biggest grower in town. Only on Weed Firm Replanted. Available on the App Store and
2: Google Play. It's a lot of work being the biggest grower in town.
3: Most people who use don't have a problem, so I think that you need to think about policy in that way while educating people properly about marijuana. I think that's the way to go.
5: Burning Issues, only on CannabisRadio.com.
2: We're back to Hemp Presents, only on Cannabis Radio. Now, back to our headstrong Emperor of hemp, Vivian McPeak.
3: And we are back on Hemp Presents on Cannabis Radio with medical marijuana patient and inspiration, Jessamyn Way. Jessamyn, what do your University of Washington doctors, what did they think about the success that you've had using medical cannabis? Did you tell them?
4: Yes. Well, they had to know because, are we talking about my last pregnancy or are we just talking about... Just in in general. In in general. Well, sir, in regards to my epilepsy, because it came under control, I only had to go there once a year. They do a big quick brain MRI and make sure everything isn't growing and everything's cool. And then for my pregnancy, they were actually incredibly supportive. I went ahead and allowed them to do any tests they wanted just so that I could help prove that it was working. So they did MRIs of the baby, two of them, while she was developing. They did MRIs of me. They took all kinds of blood. They did all kinds of tests and they were able to... How well she did. And also, when she was born, she was born early. All of my babies were born early. It's just something I do. (laughs) She was five weeks early. And at the time she was born, they said that she was going to be kept for two weeks. But after three days, they said, well, she's fine. Nothing's wrong with her. And she's doing really well. She can go home. And she was only, she was born at five and a half pounds. And all newborns lose a little weight. So she went down to about four and a half and they still let her go. And then she, done nothing but just grow and get better.
3: And you were using cannabis oil during part of the pregnancy?
4: Yes. They actually knew they had to take it. They took it from me and they asked me how much are you taking and whatever. And every, you know, every four hours they would come in and be like, it's time to take your oil. And, um, really? Yeah. And that, that was because what I said to them is what you can do is you can go in and go, look, I'm going to use cannabis This is what I'm using. And they cannot stop you from using it. And you are, and they have to legally, they have to say, Hey, we want you to take these pills and you can go, no, I refuse them. I'm going to take this. And then they will monitor you taking them. So they cannot give it to you that is theirs, but they can tell you, okay, you know, go and take yours. And you have signed the paperwork saying you're refusing to take ours. And that was a good way for them to be able to also study me and see how it affected me. But they all saw that it worked incredibly well. And it's what kept me from being severely epileptic.
3: What would you tell someone else who was suffering from a glioma tumor? Would you have any advice for someone who's just got that news?
4: Well, (laughs) that's, that's what I do. And that's what I'm trying to start is a business to help people for Things like that, but I tell them it's not just the cannabis so cannabis is your is your medication, and cannabis helps you know heal you, but it won't heal you until you go through and you stop the things that were causing the tumors and the epilepsy to begin, and so you know that's why I try and show people now you know it's diet, it's exercise, it's what you put in your mouth, it's what you put in your stomach, you know it's what you put in your body if you don't take care of all those things, you won't fully heal whatever your injury is. So if you have a brain tumor, you need to, number one, take the cannabis to help fight it and stop it. But then number two, you have to go and you have to do a lifestyle change to make it better. Otherwise, it's just going to keep coming back just like any other normal tumor does.
3: There's a woman in Florida who is an Alzheimer's patient, and she just donated $800,000 to stop medical marijuana from being legalized in her state, which is, you know, just ironic. What would you say to her if you could?
4: Well, there was a doctor who he proved that medical cannabis is beneficial to Alzheimer's disease and that it actually heals it. So for her to donate a bunch of money to stop it is absolutely ridiculous because it's been proven now, scientifically proven, that it can actually heal the Alzheimer's disease.
3: Yes, and it has a tremendous effect on the myelin sheaths, on on regenerating, erosion of myelin sheaths, which affects a a combination of, of, I mean, a a whole slew of, of diseases and stuff. How does it make you feel to know that there are many people, including legislators, judges, medical professionals, who still believe that medical cannabis is a sham? And just an excuse to get high. I mean, I mean, it saved your life. How does it make <laughs> you feel to know that these people are out there making laws, preventing people from surviving and from, from finding relief from suffering?
4: Well, they're just highly uneducated in regards to it. If you go and study into it, you'll learn that it is beneficial all the way around. And really, if they want to go throw somebody in jail, then, you know, maybe then they could throw it, (laughs) they could throw me in jail and they can also throw my baby in jail because without the cannabis, she would have never been born. Before her, a year before her, I was on all the prescription medications and I lost the baby. And I wasn't able to stop the seizures, which, you know, caused the loss. So with the cannabis, I was able to have IOca, and she would not be here if it wasn't for that oil. So all of those legislature, they're able to say that, but I'd like them to say that to my baby. And just say, you know, she's done something illegal because it was nothing, you know, that she would miraculously be here if she didn't have it.
3: There are people in some states where they would have to commit a felony to treat themselves, to treat their suffering and, and their life-threatening diseases, and they're racing to states like Colorado. Why did you pick Oregon?
4: <laughs> Oregon has a 16, you can have 16 plants here, and I grow a lot of high, high, high EBD plants. A couple of them, you know, they won't even get you, as they call it, stoned. It, they won't even get you stoned. They just help with seizure. But they had a good amount of plants here. Every You drive down the road here and you can see them growing in a lot of people's yards. It's just much more relaxed. Everybody's more accepting of it. And also they grow well here. So I have to grow what is healthy for me and keeps me alive so that I can be here every day for my kids.
3: Well, as a pod activist, I'm embarrassed by what's going on in our state.
4: We have only about
3: a minute till our next break. How hard was it for you to switch from a, to, to a vegan lifestyle? What was your diet like before you went vegan?
4: <laughs> well, like I said, I used to be about 300 pounds and I used to eat, you know, McDonald's and I loved Taco Bell. I could eat an entire 10 pack of Taco Bell by myself. So switching is very, very, you have to do it slowly and surely giving up soda pop, my goodness sakes, you get side effects and you get, you know, it takes a little, you get withdrawals. So everything takes a little while, but all of a sudden food starts tasting better and you start feeling better and you start sleeping better and you realize this was definitely worth the change.
3: I'll have you know I'm a strict vegetarian for many, many, many years. I don't eat any sugar of any kind. I don't smoke tobacco. I don't drink alcohol. I don't eat any kind of processed food. I don't eat any kind of junk food at all. I don't eat ice cream. I don't eat any of that stuff, and I live like a yogi. I'm talking to Jessamine Way on Hemp Present on Cannabis Radio. We're going to take another quick break here. A word from our sponsors come back with our final questions.
2: Time to roll out for the people that let us Hemp Present. Hang loose. We're coming right back. Find out why you should trust your website with Orange Hill. Contact Orange Hill for a consultation today at Orangehilldevelopment.com. Hi, I'm Montel Williams. Most of you know me as a talk show host, but I'm also an author, actor, single father of four, avid snowboarder, and I'm also a medical marijuana patient. Living with multiple sclerosis, I'm in pain every day. Medical marijuana is my last resort, and it helps me when all other drugs have failed. If you'd like more information about medical marijuana, you can contact the Marijuana Policy Project at mpp.org or call 1-877-JOIN-MPP.
3: Cannabis should be no crime. Camp Inc. is even hot proof by the man who run high times. Oh, yeah. Get it on Android and I and IOS today. Marijuana llama out. Got to tend to me on crops, you know. Money don't make itself. Hey I said
4: Yo, 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 it's your boy, T.J. James. Turn James. You're listening to Dr. Bean on Cannabis Confidential.
1: Cannabis Confidential, only on CannabisRadio.com.
2: We're back to Hemp Presents, only on Cannabis Radio. Now, back to our headstrong emperor of hemp, Vivian McPeak.
3: And I am back on Cannabis Radio with Jessamine Way. Jessamine, are there any particular sources or organizations that you work with to source? Your medicine and is it all organic?
4: Yes, it is. So I work with, I made a friends with the owner of Keep It Simple. It's KIS Soil and it's basically soil that works well with the plants and you can just put it in a pot and plant them and keep watering them. And all you have to do is top off the soil, which for people that don't know what they're doing, it makes it a lot easier and it's guaranteed organic. So, you know, you won't be getting any outside chemicals into your body. And then also I work with uh, CNS, which is Certified Natural uh, Certification, because USDA does not have an organic cert. It's not yet allowed, but CNS offers certification for your plants so that you can know that these are completely clean and have no chemical side effects in them whatsoever so that when you take these oils and you use whatever it is you grow to produce for yourself you know it's safe and you know it's not gonna you know add to any of your cancer or any of your illness
3: you told me on the break that you want it to be your gig to help other people going through a glioma or problems like you have is there a way that people can find you and contact you if they're going
4: through something like this well, I am Miss Shakey, M-S-S-H-A-K-E-Y, and I just purchased MissShaky.com. I'm going to be putting up the site and putting all information down so that people can contact me if they've decided they want to go the natural way to fight anything or to see if they can work with their epilepsy. I can also help you if you have epileptic children. There's lots of things that you can do to also just change your lifestyle to make it better for epilepsy and cancer that has nothing to do with cannabis. So yeah, that will be up and running in this next month.
3: Well, gosh, Jessamine, I'm so glad that we hooked up. You're such an inspiration. Uh, Your story is so stunning and profound. I hope that you're able to make it to HempFest this year. And even more importantly, I hope that maybe next year we could have you speak to our audience because It'd be great if they could hear your amazing journey, your amazing story of survival and discovery. And I wish you nothing but the best. I wish you health and happiness and a lot of time with your beautiful young children that you almost lost.
4: Well, thank you very much. And I really appreciate talking to you and being able, this is my dream is just to make sure nobody else has to go through this and that they can heal themselves. So thank you very much for allowing me to be on your show.
3: It's my pleasure. Take care. Now I want to get to a weekly feature of Hempresent on CannabisRadio.com, and that's the quote of the week, and here it is. Happiness is nothing more than good health and a bad memory. And that's Albert Schweitzer. That concludes this installment of Hempresent on Cannabis Radio. Join me next week for some more reefer repartee and cannabis confabulation with some special Sapien on a journey to justice. Because when it comes to prohibition, you've got the right not to remain silent activism requires a voice so find yours and speak up for justice because resistance is fertile. Until then my friends, stay strong, stand tall and take it easy. Don't forget to email me at hempresent at gmail The Hempresent theme song, Take Back the Plant is performed by Stickerbush and sung by a much younger version of myself Turn up the music maestro, I'm out Marijuana T.H.C. Sweet Sativa